the drip aficionado is hard at work again, people. We know you're sick of us. We know you hate us. That's why we're going to be here. The horse is back and our jockey is Russell Wilson. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Expansion Buddies. Take two this time. We had some technical difficulties. But today, I am your co-host, One Tooth Lighter. And today, I'm joined, as always, by Secret Grizz fan and our good friend, Beef. It's what's for dinner. How are you doing today, guys? Uh, I'm all right, besides that name you just gave me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing lovely, though. I like the name you gave me, so I appreciate that. I am no Grizz fan, sir, and you both should know that. We know it, but you had to write a pro-Grizz article this week, so it's way more funny to call you a Grizz fan. I had, my arm was, my arms were bound. I had no choice. I had to. That's okay. We understand, Jared. You'll be wearing that maroon next year. We, we know. We know. You were making me sick. Might, I might have to change my call out now, hearing that uh, Jared would turn to the dark side like that. But uh... all right, enough. <laughs> we're moving past this. But uh, yes, take two, as Justin said, take one. We were about what three, four minutes in, and then my computer decided to crap out because someone, I don't know who would do this, but didn't plug it in for me. So I blame the cat. I blame the elves. I the elves. Blame both. <laughs> the elves are at work again, boys. <laughs> the cat. <elves>. The Browns. <laughs> oh, but uh, yeah, we're 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 back. We're ready. Take two. This take two is going to be perfect, guys. It's going to be great. And uh, yeah, we're ready to talk some basketball. But before we get to basketball, um, I need to apologize a little bit because last week I so foolishly called Justin, my other co-host, who does no longer have a franchise quarterback and tom brady made me look like an idiot yes thomas brady buccaneers legend is coming back for another season after all the rumors and after the retirement even he decided (laughs) he couldn't stay away from beautiful tampa bay so the question is to both of you both of you who have had a buccaneers legend thomas brady on your teams Do you think this two-month retirement was cut short by Brady or his family? You think his family had two months of him at home and were like, nope, you need to go back to work? Or was Brady, did he have two months at home and he was like, oh, God, I can't do this. Back to the field. (laughs) What do you think? I I think Homie was just like, because he played some of his best ball this year, straight up. He played phenomenal football this past year. I think he's been sitting and kind of stewing in his decision and has come to the realization, like, I made a mistake. I think I've got more in me. And honestly, the man has got so many Super Bowl rings. He is the GOAT. You got to imagine he wants to go out on a Super Bowl and not a embarrassing loss. Yeah. I mean, that, that playoff loss was rough. Um, speaking of that game, though, and I'm sure you guys have maybe seen the tweets now, uh, how would you like to be the guy that bought that last touchdown ball that he ever threw for, like, what, $500,000? Yeah, 
Um, I mean, odds are it's probably going to get back to Brady and he's going to give him a Bitcoin or something. So probably I, pretty good. I was going to say, there's got to be some sort of like, uh, uh, protection or like help for that dude because yikes. Well, I mean, the guy that caught from in the stands that got, uh, Brady's 500th touchdown ball or something gave it back because the Buccaneers organization wanted it and Brady gave him a bunch of money and like a Bitcoin and like Gronk threw in like a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So honestly, I mean, well, Tommy boy is probably going to hook him up. Yeah. I mean, probably Uh, Brady's the kind of guy that would do that. I just said for a second though, when that guy read that news, his heart had to drop. Oh yeah. It had to feel kind of (laughs) bad. Definitely. Um. Yeah, Brady, uh, shortest retirement in NFL history. Yeah, but the important thing is he's coming back to the right team. None of this Niners nonsense, not back to uh, the other team that shall not be named. <laughs> Kyle, you got any thoughts on that? <laughs> you know, I, I'm just going to roll past that uh, that <laughs> dig right there. I think we all, we, we all know what he means, and we'll just ignore it. Rise above. Rise above. I'll be the bit. I'll be the better person. <laughs> oh, I see how it is. Now I'm a bad person, Kyle. <laughs> oh, you know I'm kidding. Uh, I know. Yeah, so that was kind of like the big NFL news so far this week. Um, you know, Lord knows something will probably happen in free agency between when we record and when we uh, publish this episode. But um, yeah, I mean, Seahawks are still a mess as ever. And uh, nothing new in that department, if you guys were wondering. No, I wasn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I was just, that was too easy. I did tee you up pretty good for that one. Um, yeah, but no, the, the main plan tonight on this episode is to talk some March Madness. It's bracket time. It's, it's college basketball's finest hour. It's the best time of the sports year, if you ask me, and uh, I'm I'm pretty pumped for this season's tournament, I, as we all should be, because uh, a certain alma mater of ours is in the dance for the first time since 1996. I not to not to go off track, but you saying March Madness reminded me of when I said November nuttiness or whatever it was, and I'm trying to remember the context of that. Well, I actually said that first off. Go oh, back okay. Sorry. Video. Sorry. But uh, I said that in reference to a game earlier this season where uh, Ohio State was hosting Akron as like a season opener and Akron almost beat them. And I had said that if you have that happen in November, that's November nuttiness. Because if we remember last year in the tournament, our boys Oral Roberts uh, shout out beat Ohio state in the opening round in an upset. True. And so that's kind of what I was referencing when I said that. Um, and uh, fun fact, both Ohio state and Akron are in this year's tournament. Now they couldn't meet unless they met in the national championship, but <laughs> I mean, crazier things have happened. Um, <laughs> than Akron getting to the national champ. It'd be close. That'd be, that'd be right up there with the craziest. <laughs> Jared, I mean, the fact that we exist as a species is pretty crazy. Akron and Ohio meeting in the national champion wouldn't be crazier than that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, but it, speaking of the national championship, 
Uh, we'll start from that end and kind of work back. Who do you guys have in your national championship? Your serious one. In a minute, we'll get to the mascots and the and all that. But uh, well, since Kyle is our guest, I think we let him start. Yeah, Kyle, who's who's your uh, national champion and who do they beat? All right, so I kind of so my I'll just go right to it. My national championship game, I have Gonzaga versus Auburn. And I do have Gonzaga winning it. I really, I think this year they finally kind of get over the hump. You know, they've been kind of favorites for a lot of years now or last, you know, five years for sure. It's like always, you know, when is Gonzaga going to finally win it? I think they're going to get their kind of like Virginia did a few years ago, how they kind of, you know, they were number one seeds for quite a few years and never could quite get over the hump to win it. And I think Gonzaga has that moment this year and finally, finally wins the uh, national championship. I mean, you look at some of the recruits they have, like who they got this year, like, you know, Chet Holgrim is one of them. And plus whoever else you want to name, like the recruiting class they had, like if they don't win it this year. I mean, it's, you know, if not now, then when. Yeah. Plus, and I'll, I'll just say this. I also have Gonzaga winning. I, I picked against them last year because I believe they would choke and they did. Um, But some of these guys, I mean, like Drew Timmy is coming back. You got to imagine if, like, after this year, he's got to be going, I think he was a junior last year, sophomore or junior, right? Yeah, he came back for his last year of eligibility, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's going to the league after this, right? There's no way he doesn't. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Um. So I think, yeah, it's exactly like Kyle says, if not now, then when? If not them, then who? Well said. I agree. I mean, yeah, I, so I'm, we're boring because I have Gonzaga also winning it. Um, and I'm actually the same as Kyle. I have them topping Auburn. Now, Auburn's a really good team and they've actually had the number one spot in the polls a few times, a few weeks this year. But I kind of am of the main, uh, same mindset that you guys are um, that this Gonzaga team, this, this 2022 Gonzaga team, especially is probably, I would say, hungrier than any Gonzaga team in the past because last year was supposed to be their year. They steamrolled uh, – they, they went undefeated up until the national championship last year. Um, they steamrolled pretty much everybody they played. They won that heart-stopping overtime buzzer-beater game in the Final Four against UCLA last year to get to the national championship. All the momentum, all the hype around them – and Baylor just steamrolled them from the get-go and embarrassed them on the biggest stage. So this Gonzaga team is hungry. Uh, you had some of those guys like Timmy who decided to not go to the NBA last year to come back to try to get this thing right before his college career was over. Um, yeah, I mean, you guys put it perfectly. If not now, then when? And I think that Gonzaga is uh, – they're on a mission even more so than they were last year. So, I, in my national championship, I have Gonzaga over Auburn. I think it's going to be a really good game. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be um, everything you'd want in a college basketball national championship. But this time, finally, the Zags get it done. Yeah, and I will say I differ in their opponent. I have actually Kansas okay. is who Gonzaga plays in the final. I I like Auburn. I think they are a really good team. 
But I think their inexperience, them being so young, I think that that hinders them. I think they come back and maybe win it here down the line with this young team. But I don't think they go right into it and make it to the championship. Yeah, so until, well, a couple years ago, Auburn, they went pretty far. They went to the final four, I believe, and they lost a heartbreaker to Virginia. But before that, Auburn had not been really super relevant in terms of college basketball since the days of Charles Barkley, like way back in the day. So, um, I mean, Gonzaga has the pedigree for sure of reaching elite eights, reaching final fours um, in the national championship. But Auburn, yeah, I mean, they haven't been to the championship in a while. Um, Yeah, and so, I mean, Kansas is as good a pick as any to to represent out of that side of the bracket they're one seed themselves Auburn's yeah. two seed um but I'm kind of surprised and I struggled with it myself that neither of you guys had Arizona playing Gonzaga in the national championship because that's kind of the other I side. I was really close to putting Arizona in this match I have them in Kansas playing obviously um and I kind of just put it up to, I think Kansas has got a bit of a better defense there. They've, and that's honestly, it was like kind of a coin toss for me. Yeah. I mean, and that's fair. I mean, once you get to the final four, anything, I mean, you, you have the four best teams supposedly left. Yeah. Right. And, and I can tell you as an Oregon fan in a rough season that the ducks had this year, um, and getting molly by Arizona twice. Um, yeah. Arizona is a really, really good team this year. Yeah. And, and, and Arizona has some of the same things that I was saying about, uh, um, about, uh, Auburn. They're, they're still a super young team. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, okay. Let's, let's, let's take it back around now that we know who our national champion is and who, who we have them playing. So we all have Gonzaga beating somebody, whether it be Auburn or Kansas. Who's your final four though, Kyle, who, who do you have in your, your last four standing? All right. So on my, I guess you'd call it the left side of the bracket, you know, out of the West, I obviously have Gonzaga in the final four out of that spot. Then I have them playing out of the East. I have them playing Baylor. So I think, you know, kind of going back to, you know, maybe being Gonzaga's year, it gives them a chance, you know, get, get their revenge from last year for Baylor beating them in the championship. I think it would just kind of add to a, I guess a storybook ending, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. And then on my uh, right side of the bracket, obviously in the Midwest have Auburn coming out of it. And then I do have Arizona, like you guys were just talking about it is the uh, champion out of the South. So Arizona, Auburn on the one side and Gonzaga and Baylor on the other. I like that mm-hmm. a little bit uh, natty rematch in the final four for Gonzaga. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have on my left side of the bracket, as Kyle put it, I have obviously, as he said, Gonzaga. I have them playing Kentucky though in the final four. Okay. Um, I, I, you know, Kentucky's a two seed, so it's not that far off the ball. Um, but I think they've got a pretty solid squad. Um, and they have a, you know, they have a good offense, honestly. So I think, I think they can kind of run the gauntlet. I do have them taking out Baylor in the Elite Eight. Uh, so I have Baylor also getting fairly far into into the dance as well. Although maybe we'll see something and they'll get upset. And then I have Arizona and Kansas on my other side. 
Kansas beating Auburn to get to the final four and Arizona. Uh, they have a, a school that I don't think you guys are going to pick to go nearly as far, but I have them beating Colorado state in the, uh, Wow. Elite eight. All right. Yeah, I, I definitely don't have them going quite that far. I do not far. have them in the Elite Eight. I will give you that. Um, I do but, have a little bit of a, I guess you'd call them a Cinderella, who they'd be playing in the Elite Eight on mine, but I can I can save that for a minute if we want to wait. The Cinderella's in a second, but I'm glad to hear that we all followed the, the one cardinal rule when picking the Final Four. Never pick all one seeds. That's Yeah, that's don't, stupid. Don't do that. Um, so I have two one seeds in my final four. I have a two seed and then I have a three seed. So I have Arizona and Auburn on my right side of the bracket, the Midwest and the South representatives. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course I have Gonzaga coming in from the West as a one seed, but in the East, I have the Boilermakers coming in, mm-hmm. in the final four. I have Purdue going there. I think Purdue beats Baylor in the elite eight pulls that upset. Purdue's like a really, really good basketball team that I don't feel like ever gets credit of being a basketball school, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I, I do have Purdue going to the Sweet 16, but if you look at them defensively, they are not good at forcing turnovers. And honestly, I think that the lack of turnover differential on their side loses them a ball game and i mean i could be obviously wrong i'm no i am no ball basketball sports man but you gotta get those turnovers if you want to win games absolutely i mean you need defense needs to step up and mark and purdue has been such a snake bitten program when it comes to this tournament they have lost some heart-wrenching games um in overtime and at, at the, at the horn. And I don't know, I just feel like this is the year Purdue finally turns it around enough to reach the final four, but they're going to run into that buzzsaw. That's Gonzaga, I think. And that's going to be ultimately the end for them. Uh, but yeah, I've got, uh, I've got them in my final four. So that's kind of where I differ majorly from you guys. Yeah. Um, I, you know, Justin, the hot take of the Rams going to the Elite Eight from Colorado State. I would like to say something about that, but I can't because if our listeners will remember last year, Justin kind of nailed his predictions when we did our March Madness episode. Uh, the one it was that- gosh dang perfect in like that first round. I think yeah. I had like two wrong. I know you picked okay when no one else in the country, even in the great state of Ohio didn't do it you picked the bobcats out of university of ohio to win their first round game as a 13 seed and they did and i think you were one of maybe like five people nationwide that did that yeah i i was one of very few so um and yeah i don't have any crazy big upsets this year like that picked that i that i can remember okay oh, but that, that's a good segue Let, let's talk cinderellas here from the first round and who we think might be able to put on that glass slipper. I would really like to say our Bobcats can, although that being said, I did not pick them. Good. <laughs> you know, as much as it pains me to say, I think that's a wise choice. Love dear old Montana State. 
making the tournament for the first time since 96, but uh, 14 seed getting matched up against three seed Texas Tech. Now, I will say this, the last five tournaments, a 14 seed has upset a three. Five yeah. in a row now, but... If not us, then who? Well, if not us, it could be Longwood, it could be Colgate, or it yeah. could be Yeah, and actually, but... Longwood is my pick to upset. I have them upsetting Tennessee. I have the Lancers taking out the Volunteers. Okay, you heard it here first. That's Justin's Oracle pick here. Yeah, um, it's probably going to be wrong. <laughs> I, hey, and here we here's something else. Longwood's making their first ever appearance in this tournament. They've yep. never been before. So the Lancers, Justin is on your side, Longwood. Um, yep. And, and also on in the South, I have another. It's a smaller upset. But I have Loyola Chicago being Ohio. Loyola has a history of making at least a semi-deep run in this in this tournament, and I think they don't break that streak this year. Fair. I mean, Kyle, would you would you did first off, Kyle, did you pick Loyola also? And would you call that an upset? I actually did pick Loyola, and that's actually what I was kind of hinting at before. I have Loyola going all the way to the Elite Eight. Where they, uh, all right. Rambler. Uh, where they lose to Arizona. I have them, yeah, going to the Elite Eight. Kind of basically what Jared or uh, what Justin was saying, you know, they have history of making some upsets, kind of making it a little bit ways in the tournament, I think. Should a few years ago, didn't they go to the final four almost? I mean, yeah, they did go to the final four. Was that three or four years ago? It wasn't that long ago because they did that. They made Sweet 16, and then last year, weren't they in the Elite Eight? I they, think they were. I'd have to double check that, but they definitely won a game last year or two. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, that's what I was kind of getting at. I don't think it's really an upset to call Loyola winning a game or two here. Like, yeah, they're a 10 seed playing Ohio State, but. If they win that, and I, for the record, I have them beating Ohio State also. So all three of us having the Ramblers winning that first game. Um, this team is like tough. Like th this, they're what March is about, and they have shown that over the last few seasons. Mm -hmm. uh, they they come out of that really good uh, Summit League, and they, uh, I mean, or no, they're Missouri Valley. Excuse me, I, I get that mixed up with the Summit League a lot. But anyway. They, uh, they're a perennial player in this tournament. And I, I mean, I, I don't, I have them winning that game, but I, I personally don't classify that as an upset pick. That's fair. Um, I guess also on this same side of the bracket in the Midwest, I have, apparently I put all my upsets on the right side of the bracket this year. <laughs> Cause my other one, I have Dakota state winning their first two games oh south dakota state the jacks yeah south dakota did i say north dakota you just said dakota oh yeah south dakota state they have been red hot this year man their defense has been pretty surprisingly good i'd say and they've got a pretty darn potent offense i mean they're they're 30 and 4 on the year yeah 18 and 0 in their conference and man i I think they are a team that upsets. I mean, I could see it. This is a team I've heard uh, national experts talk about as a potential upset uh, pick because South Dakota State's one of the best three-point shooting teams in this whole tournament. And yeah. if, if Providence goes cold and South Dakota State gets hot, watch out because uh, the Jacks are – 
they're they're a good team. I mean, you don't only lose four games all season and not be a good team. So yeah. I have them beating Providence, and then I have them beating Iowa actually, just because Iowa's been super streaky this year. They have not been a consistent basketball team, and if they're not, you know, if if they're not playing their best ball here in March, then I think if they're not on it, they're out. And I mean, that's, that's such like a basic thing to say, but. No, I get what you mean. Uh, Kyle, what do you think? What do you think about our neighbors from the uh, East over there? Yeah, well, I kind of, you know, being, having them be a 13 seed, I mean, I know they're, you know, quote unquote, a small school and not the biggest power conference. But I was kind of surprised they were only a 13 seed. I mean, they're shoot, they're one above Montana state and, I'm pretty sure they play this year. South Dakota whooped up on us pretty good. So I thought that maybe be a little bit higher seed, maybe like an 11 seed, but likewise adjust Justin, I have them going to the sweet 16. I think they're a yes. very, not, I don't even know if you'd even call them sneaky team, but just a very, a very good team that, I mean, I think they won almost 18 or 20 games in a row. Maybe there might be on a winning streak that hot, that long right now. I mean, they're, I think they're a very good team and I would not be surprised if they make a, little bit of a run into the into the tournament i mean yeah so you guys are kind of making me feel dumb now because i'm i picked providence to win that game but Mm -hmm. interesting (laughs) now (laughs) i wouldn't be surprised if south dakota state won this game it would definitely be an upset because the friars are a four seed and they come out of a very talented big east but uh kyle to what you said about south dakota state uh, Montana State, our boys only lost seven games all year, and the South Dakota State loss was by far the worst um, in terms mm-hmm. of margins. So they're a really good team. Um, I think it's just that small school syndrome, quote unquote, that gives them that 13 seed. Um, but yeah, I, I picked Providence, uh, and I, I'll stick with it. Because, you know, it's in stone now. I said it on the show, so. Yep, so you've sealed their fate. They are going to lose. <laughs> All right, probably. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm sorry. Probably. Uh, my upset, I let's, my biggest upset, oh, man, it, it will sound that way if you don't look at the seeds. So I have a 10 beating a 7 in the West. I have Davidson beating Michigan State in the opening round. Um, oh yeah, that, that doesn't surprise me all that much. And then I also have on that side of the bracket in the East, I have 11 seed Virginia tech beating Texas. Um, and I, I picked the Hokies because they've had to win like four or five games in a row just to get here, just to get to the tournament. They had to steal a bid out of the ACC. They beat Duke in the ACC championship. Otherwise they weren't going to get in and, uh, they're hot right now. I think Virginia Tech is probably one of the hottest teams coming into the tournament. So if I'm Texas, I, I'm shaking a little bit right now. This is not a Virginia Tech team I want to play. And I think the Hokies keep it rolling. I think they win that first game, but then I think they run into Purdue in the second round. And I – oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say I think they lose out in the second round. but I, I disagree personally. I – I think Virginia Tech is very good, but man, Texas has got such a good defense this year. There, I was looking today at their their average points per game. They're they're sub sixty on, or I mean, uh, 
opponents points per game uh they're sub 60 on points allowed that's i think yeah, that's, you know that's not a lot one of the top in the nation yeah and if they can put that defense and clamp down oh, man if they can stifle tech i mean yeah i mean i don't know texas texas is a good team too they've got a really good defense I, I am just always a firm believer of the teams that are playing their best ball by the time the postseason hits in any sport are, are going to make a little bit of a run. And I feel that way with Virginia Tech, at least winning this game. But, um, you know, I'm also an idiot for picking Providence, clearly. So, what do <laughs> okay, I, I think I feel like you're taking that really personally. <laughs> No, no. I just, I just did not think I would be the only one out of the three of us to not. Pick <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I like both of those picks, Jared. I think I picked uh, Davidson and Virginia tech both as well. You know, in that first round, um, just similar to the Virginia tech thing too, how they're getting hot right now. They're playing their best basketball and, you know, Texas, as a school in general, you know, they may or may not have choked in certain games in their athletic history past. So, you know, why not one more? And though I do want to get on the record that since you guys didn't, that I did pick Montana state in the first round to beat Texas tech. So have it on record. If it happens, it's uh, right. written Kyle in stone. Was, now Kyle was the only believer in our boys. If it happened. All right. Uh, I, I give huge respect to Kyle. That's, <laughs> you know, that's fair. Um, I really wanted to pick with my heart on that one, and I almost did. I almost did. But Texas Tech, I was reminded, was in the national championship just a few years ago and lost in overtime to Virginia. So they're still a very good team. They have a recent history of success in getting there, and I just couldn't do it. And I, I feel like a bad alumnus for saying that. <laughs> Because I would love nothing more than to see the Bobcats pull that upset. I actually ran into a Texas Tech fan today um, while I was uh, doing some shopping. And he said that despite him being a Texas Tech fan, believe it or not, he picked Montana State to win the game because he said he was nervous about uh, being a three versus a 14 because of that whole 14 is one, uh, won a game in the last five tournaments. And he also said that he just felt like they lost some really good players to the NBA last year and doesn't think they're quite what they used to be. So we even have a Red Raider faithful out there that picked Montana State. We'll let that be known. Mm, I like uh, it. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. So, and then the other potential Cinderella I wanted to ask you guys about if they even landed on your radar at all, like they did mine. Um, I didn't pick them. I'll say that right away, but another 13 seed here, Vermont versus Arkansas. Did that? ping anybody's radar i did give them the first game actually i did give them beaten wow. arkansas okay but what was i don't your... know i kind of looking back at some of my picks i have right now i might have a few more upsets than i maybe should but i did i did have vermont <laughs> uh beating arkansas in that uh in that game okay i mean i just think that vermont has a really good team and they, they're a team that's in this tournament a lot and they just kind of get overlooked a lot um, because they're a small school, but, uh, I think that they have the best team they've had in a while with some seniors this year. And I think it's kind of like we said with Gonzaga, but on a smaller scale, if not now, then when, if, 
if Vermont has, if they're not going to pull an upset now, I don't see it happening for a long, long time. And I didn't pick them to win. Like I said, Kyle did. So uh, once again, it's on record uh, when, when I'm wrong about that, Kyle was a believer, but uh, Vermont was another one that I don't think people should completely look over. That's fair. Um, I did not pick them to be honest, but I, uh, I, I would love to see them win. All right. And then the other question I feel like we have to ask before we get to the fun part of this, before we get to the mascots, uh, the hated blue or blue Duke <laughs> blue devils. <laughs> you you blue, cannot, you have to leave that in legally. The blue do devils. Uh, <laughs> where do we have them losing out? Because there's nothing funnier in March than Duke getting knocked out of the tournament, in my opinion. Um, and this is different because this is Coach K's last run. It'll be his last uh, last year with Duke, no matter win or lose here. Uh, but where, where do you guys have them losing out? I, uh, I really, really wanted to have them lose to the 15 seed. Uh, 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 CS <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really thought that'd be so hilarious to have Duke lose. You know, Coach K's his big final year and to lose to a 15 seed. Yikes! I really wanted to, but I couldn't. And I picked with my brain, and I have them win a few games, and I have them losing out the Elite Eight to Gonzaga. Gonzaga getting a little revenge on them because Duke did beat them earlier in the year. Uh, I have them losing in the Sweet 16 to Texas Tech. Okay. Um, I have Duke playing and beating Texas Tech in the Sweet 16, but then I have them losing out to Gonzaga in the Elite Eight. However, let's remember, Duke as a two-seed does not always go well. Uh, that is right. Uh, ask Lehigh circa 2012, or a few years later, ask uh, the Mercer Bears, who also, I think they were a 15-seed when they upset Duke that year. But Duke has been known to drop some of these games. And, Kyle, I agree with you. I have a ton of respect for Coach K and everything he's done there. Hate Duke with a passion. And I would laugh and take it to my grave laughing if they lost in Coach K's last game to Cal State Fullerton. (laughs) That would be such a hilarious ending that Duke fans everywhere would have to live with forever. Mm That would be so – that would be a great day in sports if that happened. (laughs) (laughs) But, I, yeah, unfortunately, I don't think the Titans are going to top the Blue Devils, but uh, at least in that bracket. Now, let's segue to the mascot bracket, if you guys are ready, uh, and see maybe a Titan beats a Devil there. I want to know uh, how, how we did with our picks in this one and who, who got to your final four in the, uh, in the mascot. I'll tell you who didn't get into my final four, and they should be thrown out of the tournament. Richmond yeah the spiders oh yeah screw Richmond get out of here uh no way no way that's gross disgusting I will not stand for it not in my bracket no not in my bracket um I guess out of the west I'm, I'm gonna go to my final four okay out of the west I have um uh New Mexico State University, the Aggies, and their Pistol Pete. <laughs> all right, all right. I have them coming out of the West. Who do you guys have in the West? I have Duke, unfortunately. It's a devil, man. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Devil pistols, man. 
I think a devil beats pistols. No. <laughs> I think he does. Why do you think the devil isn't on Earth? Because we got pistols. Oh, okay. Does the devil have pistols? No. Uh, well, How could you pick with the devil? Oh. I, well, I didn't want to. I don't like picking Duke, even if it is just in the mascot challenge. No, uh, you you're you guys are going to really hate this, and I have Duke as my national champion in the mascot. Oh, one. lame. All right. First I'm the grin, sorry. Now this. <laughs> it's a devil, <laughs> you guys. No, what'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> nothing, Jared. Nothing. Just move past it. It's the Lord of the Underworld, man. No, I mean, it's the Blue Devil. The Lord of the Underworld is red, buddy. Well, there's no college basketball team called the Satans, so... <laughs> the Blue is devil, devil is clearly a sub-genre of devils. Uh, okay, well, I spoiled my national champion. Kyle, who's from your West region? For the West, I do I do have Duke going, let's see, to the Sweet 16 with the devil uh, mantra. I, I do get where you're coming from there. But coming out of the uh, – coming into my final four, I do have Alabama, which I went with kind of the elephant part of their mascots. Not the rolling tide. Yeah, yeah you know, I debated it. But I was like, you know, that's tough to argue for that. So I'm just going to go with what their – when you see them on the sideline at a game, what their actual mascot is. So I do – I guess – I don't know if you call it – I guess it would be an elephant from Alabama. I have them uh, coming out of my west. Okay, but, well, uh, I, I had Alabama meeting Duke in the Sweet 16, but um, the devil beats water, and I, I had them as a wave, like the tide. That's how that's, I looked at it. That's fair. I understand. I know mine was a little uh, maybe off the main path or the way I decided to do it. Again, I think you're giving too much credit to this devil thing. He's a blue devil. If it was the Tasmanian devils, would you also give them free reign of the underworld? No, because a Tasmanian devil is a real thing. Okay? Yeah, a blue devil. Okay, I, I first I, off, I, I didn't care what his color was. I don't care that he's blue. I wouldn't care. Then if why should you right. care if the they're Tasmanian? Because Tas- devil Tasmanian <laughs> devils are real. Are they? Have you ever seen one IRL in real life, Jared? No, but I know they're real. Then okay. prove it. Show me a real Tasmanian devil. I've oh, never seen goodness. one in real life. We're just okay. We're gonna agree to disagree on this one, all right? A devil, a devil beats water. I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure I could drown a Tasmanian devil. <laughs> Moving on to the <laughs> region of the bracket, I will go from here. Uh, I have Norfolk State. I have a Spartan coming out of there, man. You Spartan. chose Spartans last year too. Yeah, but I did that with Michigan State, I think. Yeah, you big baby. But my no, my winner last year was Drexel, the Dragons. Okay, so I remember. Mm, sure, you do. Okay, what what do you have out of the East then? What beats a Spartan? <laughs> I want to hear it. What beats a Spartan? <laughs> Don't you dare tell me it's a Boilermaker. No, I'm not choosing the Boilermaker. I think I chose them last year. You, I don't remember. You may have. I, I, I chose them last year. That's right. Did you? Yeah. You know what I've realized? The two biggest arguments I think we've ever had in the history of this show was on this episode and last year's March Madness. Do you remember the great Wichita State debate? Whooshock, dude. I was so annoyed. <laughs> he was. He looked like a bee, okay? He 
doesn't look like a bee. Wichita State's not here. We're not rehashing that. <laughs> Dude, I wish they were. Okay. Maybe, um. <laughs> maybe next year. <laughs> Dude. So I I chose because I I'm going. I, I clearly have a type with mascots. I'm choosing the San Francisco Dons. Oh, are you kidding me? He's yeah, like, a, no. He, he looks so funny. Dude, I have the Dons winning one game in this mascot. Yeah, okay. A Don beats uh, Murray State, the Racers, right? The Racers, yeah. Okay, but he's, he, Don's going to meet a Wildcat in the next round. And a wild, Wildcat. Dude, he's got a sword and a lasso. You, you, you've never dealt with a wildcat, clearly. You've never dealt with a dawn. <laughs> Kyle, who's your east? Um, so, I... Okay, let me go back. I gotta start the, the original round, or the first round there. Um, speaking of the dawns, I actually have Murray State, the uh, racers, beating them. Not really in a 1v1, but I would say, like, the racers, you know, you just kind of race away, and you can avoid the situation. <laughs> I can't um, believe you there. Uh, <laughs> so you ran away knowing you would lose. Hey, if that's they made it to the next fight. Anyway, like you guys said, I did pick the uh, Purdue Boilermakers last year as my national champion. But I decided, you know, maybe call me an upset pick. I have the racers and the Boilermakers going on. Uh, uh, going uh, going against each other. And I did pick Murray State Racers basically because i mean yeah it's a train versus basically a horse but if it's in a sprint a horse is going to win every time a tail but, is always time yeah but uh, anyway going to my final four you know jared i was telling you this a little bit yesterday oh, I already we discussing know. this i mean of the other uh out of the four i guess divisions or areas or regions or whatever I use pretty logical it's the best logical thinking that I think that you can use in a debate like this. But <laughs> after going through and looking, I'd look up most of the mascots. Cause I, I mean, not, not all of them, but a lot of them to see what they were. I got one look at Akron's mascot zippy. And I said, you are going to the final four. And that was all the debate. I didn't need any <laughs> more research. I now, saw exactly what I needed to see. And he is in my final home. four. I will take no questions or comments. And you may continue. <laughs> listeners at home, stop listening for a second. Pause us. Where uh, Pause us. Go look up Zippy. All right. And you might see what <laughs> our boy Kyle's talking about. Okay, Kyle. I, I see it. I see it, dude. Um, you know, I mean, you can't go wrong with Zippy. I mean, come on. Well, Zippy, as adorable as he is, is a kangaroo, and he's meeting a Bruin in the first round, a bear. I think a bear beats a kangaroo in a fight. He'll fight him in Australia. The bear doesn't have gravity. He'll just float in space. <laughs> All right. <laughs> How's you that know? for uh, logical thinking? Fair enough. So, so let's just get this straight. Let's catch up for a second. And your guys is the left side of your bracket for your mascot round. Kyle, you have uh, Alabama, the ele- the elephant from Alabama versus uh, Zippy. Okay, <laughs> and I have a devil versus a Spartan, and Justin has a Don versus what do you have up there? You you how dare you? How dare you already forget an Aggie? So a Don yeah. versus 
Pistol Pete. Awesome. Yeah, I have a man with a lasso. I have the re- I have the rematch of the Spanish American War. <laughs> <laughs> oh my good lord! All right, um, these I would pay to see any of these fights, any of them. All right, let's 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 move on to the South. How about? Uh, if it's not UAB, you're wrong. I knew I was about to say Jared. I know you picked UAB, but Dude, let Dragon. me tell you why UAB loses to the Lancers. Do you know who fought dragons in this hypothetical scenario that I'm going to make up? <laughs> People with big ass sticks, also known as Lancers. The Lancers are trained to fight dragons, so they take the dragons out. Get I saw, dude. The Lancers, the, the Lancers, Lancers, they get by. They get by Tennessee. Okay, they get by a volunteer. I don't Look think here, buddy. Gonna... This um, this country is founded on volunteers. Don't you dare disrespect them. The Minutemen <laughs> were volunteers. I don't think the Lancers get by Michigan, quite frankly. A Wolverine? Wolverine They've got a giant spear! And a horse! I I just can't see it. I'm sorry, man. Dude, you are blinded by your love of the mystical. Yeah, the dragons, dude. The blazers. UAB. Okay? They're... They have to be your representative out of the South. A dragon beats all of this. A dragon beats a wild. No. It beats a pirate. No, it beats it a horned frog. Okay, they do. They do beat the frog and the pirate, but they do not beat the lancers. Okay, well, uh, Kyle, who's your South representative? <laughs> Bro, I if mean, you say UAB right now, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have hands for on. you. You know uh, the answer. Well, um, you know, um, I will I... express mail you these hands. <laughs> I will overnight I, them. I do have UAB, the Dragons. Yes. Dang it. Uh, the final four, but a sleeper pick uh, similar to uh, Zippy. Stop what you're doing. Uh, Google the mascot from Chattanooga. Uh, the mocks. Scrappy Mock. Okay. I mean, it's a mockingbird. It's, it's tough to argue with Scrappy Mock. I mean, just the name itself. <laughs> But, but long story short, like I said, I do have UAB, the Dragons. I know they're a pretty popular pick among us last year, so I figure they're pretty pretty tough to beat to uh, in order to get to the Final Four. Yeah, last year we had Drexel, the Dragons. This year we have UAB, the Blazers, who are also Dragons. Um, I think it just needs to be a rule of thumb. If you have a Dragon, that thing better end up in your Final Four. No, no. The Lancers <laughs> are literally made to fight Dragons. So... Well, Justin's all aboard the Longwood train because he picked them in the real bracket for the upset, and now he's getting them in the final four in the mascots. It's not an upset. <laughs> it's not an upset in the first round. It's an upset when they no, need a Wolverine. You so- should. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen a Lance? <laughs> you seen a Wolverine? <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> Could you drown a Wolverine, a too? It's... No! Stop! <laughs> they have a lance! They're going to poke it from a mile away and skewer it, slap that thing on the Barbie, and have a cookout. Those things are elusive. You never can find them. You see them, like, in the wild. Like, no, it's a badger, not a honey badger, brother. No, it's a, it's a Wolverine. <laughs> They're like, oh, you never, it's a Wolverine, you never not a honey badger, brother. <laughs> Still. Let's get to the Midwest, why don't we? <laughs> Yeah, why don't we? The land. Jared, you go first, you little 
little guy. <laughs> the land of tropical storms. Um, so I have Iowa State, the Cyclones, getting out of this. However, Iowa State meets up with Miami, the Hurricanes, for me in the Sweet 16. And I didn't know what to do there because they're essentially the same thing out of different oceans. So I okay, went with- by your logic, how you had Duke winning, didn't you? Yes. Because how how does a devil defeat a tropical storm? Dude, the devil defeats the tide, like I said earlier. Water, they can beat wind and water. How? Explain your logic. Because the devil has powers. What powers? He does the devil control the weather? He, yes, I believe that some days, yes. Dude, you're on some Lilo and Stitch crap right now. Or oh, if he puffed the fish because he controls the weather. I'm sorry. I've got Iowa State meeting Duke in the national championship, and the devil beats the Cyclone. I'm sorry. Hmm. Interesting. All right, Kyle, who's, who's your Midwest <laughs> representative? So... Coming out and excuse me, into the final four, I have the Miami Hurricanes, but there's a couple matchups. I did I did think of Iowa State quite a bit. I was debating about them, but a couple matchups I would like to uh, talk about, or just have you uh, mention or have in your brain, I guess, is the matchup of I believe it's Texas A and M Community College. I could be wrong in the exact name. But they're the Islanders, and Izzy the Islander is their mascot. He's—I don't even know how to describe him, but he is beautiful. <laughs> then it would be a Sweet 16 matchup against uh, Providence, the Friar. And I was talking to Jared last night about it, and Providence's mascot. If again, stop what you're doing, Google, pause the video, Google the Providence Friars. But description. <laughs> that uh, I thought we had to mention. Oh I found my on the god, internet. that is terrifying. <laughs> right. Oh, what Fire the down. heck? <laughs> a mascot that some other sports reporter a few years ago talked about when they made the tournament is how Friar Dom was born from the ashes of a dead Dalmatian. That's pretty much all you need to know about Providence College mascot, the creepiest face of any university in the NCAA tournament. So if they weren't facing up against a natural storm, Mother Nature, natural disaster, you would call it, in the Elite Eight, you know, Friars versus the Hurricanes, I think just the fear of looking at them in the eyes would beat most opponents. But I think the Hurricanes, you know, they, they, fear, they fear no man, and they go into my Final Four from the Midwest. Well, by Jared's logic, the Friars should win everything. Because clearly he's got the power of resurrection if he's born from the ashes of a Dalmatian. Plus, he's got the power of God and anime on his side. Okay. So, Amazing. when he comes up against the devils, he just wins, right? Excuse me. Rock um, beats scissors, buddy. I didn't know all the lore that went into Providence's mask. Yeah, but now you do. Are you going to change your answer? No. Exactly. You don't even follow your own logic. <laughs> Because I'm sorry. First off, Texas A&M Corpus Christi, the Islanders, who you mentioned, uh, some real life talk here. First team eliminated from March Madness, lost in the first four on Tuesday night after we or before we recorded. So uh, the mascot shall live on. Yeah, right. These shall live on. 
uh, ripped to them. I've never been a fan of the 16 seeds having to meet up in a playing game. I think that's absolute bogus. If we can just real talk for half a second here, uh, you won your conference tournament. You deserve to be in the full fledged field. That's the way I look at it. Those playing games need to be for at large teams only, but I digress. I like that. That's fair. I, I digress. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. It's a cyclone versus a devil in the championship. And I, I will hear nothing else of it now. I guess you shall not. I, I, I just don't know what to say. I can't believe you'd be this foolish. Well, you better believe it. We'll just wait till next year. Just wait till next year. Yeah, you're clearly wrong. I, I don't. How do we even settle this? Well, we, we, we don't. That's the fun part. We let the listeners decide. And reach out to us on Twitter at the expansion bu one. Yeah, tell me. Know. Okay, and I, my pick out of the Midwest, by the way. Oh, sorry, Justin. Go ahead. My pick out of the Midwest. Because I think hurricanes, whatever, cyclones, whatever. Uh, uh, they're boring. I like <laughs> Kyle's pointing out of the Islanders and all that. Uh, those guys are cool. Yeah. Also, just because I think I picked them last year, I'm going to pick the Aztecs just because I think they're cool. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, that one was one that made it kind of far for me. But I think I think – my boys from New Mexico State University are the winners. Because, again, they got pistols. They go boop, boop. How do you – okay, question, question. Okay, answer. With a, with a pistol, you know, I don't know, your bracket might not match up to that, but how does a man with a pistol and a lasso beat a man beat a hurricane? Exactly. How, how do people in Florida survive every given year? Well, not everyone does. Oh, okay, Jared, geez, too soon. <laughs> <laughs> are they are they just running away they're hunkering down hunkering down okay i mean i guess i have <laughs> they're gonna pull a donald trump they're gonna shoot the cyclone <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> okay no, I, give you I, I was gonna say i give you credit there because i picked oh i can't remember which one but i had them kind of basically just running away too so or kind of hiding so that's fair i'll, yeah. I'll give you that they mm. get in their nuclear emergency shelter that all cowboys have. I can confirm. We know that you all listen to the Expansion Buddies for productive conversations like these. Um, please, someone tweet at us or like just text me when you hear this. Please, I want someone to agree with me. I want I want backup here that the Blue Devils is not the right choice. How, how Also, how do we know that he's a real devil and not just guy some that's dressing up for Halloween? Okay, then we're getting into real mascot territory. That's what all of these are. Yeah. All right. This is still. <laughs> no, you... he doesn't have real pistols. Yeah, but he's probably got <laughs> fake ones that you clonk somebody over the head with. We need to move on to shout outs and call outs, I think. Wait, did who, uh, who did you have, Jared, in your championship? I know you have the Devils winning, but who did you have them going against? Iowa State, man, the Cyclones. That's right. Okay. I couldn't remember if you... They beat the wind. And Justin, who did you... I know you have them, the uh, old Pistol P winning it, but who do you have? Oh, the Lancers. Lancers, okay. I guess I had uh, Miami Hurricanes versus, as much as I wanted to put Zippy in the championship, I have them, the Hurricanes beating Alabama's elephant in my championship, I should say. Uh, And I can forgive most things, but I still can't forgive that you would 
imagine a Lancer not being a dragon. I, I'm not here to talk about UAB anymore. I, I take umbrage with it though. <laughs> all right. Um, well, take umbrage all you want and take that umbrage into our shout outs and call out section because that's where we're at. I call out you for being dumb. <laughs> Ooh, all right. Kyle, your call out. <laughs> Calling out Jared. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm calling out. It kind of goes into my shout out, I guess, but I'm calling out a um, little bit of a homer pick. But the, I guess, just basically the NCAA or whoever the selection committee is for the uh, women's NCAA tournament bracket. And the, uh, mainly because the Montana State women, I mean, I know they aren't from the big power conference and they aren't you know, playing, you have a bunch of big wins, but a 16 seed. I mean, if you look at the bracket, like Illinois state, they had a worse record than we did. And they at least got a 15 seed, you know, I mean, and there's, I mean, there's the bigger schools with a little with worse records, but I get they're coming from a big conference, but I mean, a 16 seed, I think was a little, a little bit harsh for the old uh, lady Bobcats. No doubt. Yeah. That's a rough one. The matchup against Stanford on Friday. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's a hey, good call. Out. Justin, do you, you is your call out actually me or do you have one? Oh, it's not actually you. Okay. Um, but I honestly, I really don't have a call out. I've been super busy these past couple of weeks, so I've been semi stepped away from paying too much attention to what's been going on. Um, yeah, that's fair. My call out would also just be the way the NCAA run things. Like I said, I kind of alluded to it earlier. I'm not a fan of these playing games when you're pitting 16 seeds against each other. I really don't think it's fair to those little schools that have earned their spot in the tournament. Like I just said, you know, Texas A&M Corpus Christi, an amazing season comes to an end in the first four, probably the least watched round of this tournament, you know? So does it even feel like they were in March madness to play in a playing game? I don't know. Um, I just am not a fan of those 16 versus 16 first four games. And I will, uh, I'll argue that every year. So I'm calling out those games. Fair enough. Let's move on to shout outs then Kyle, as the guest, you get first crack. All right. So I'll just, you know, again, homer pick, but just a shout out to the Montana state men's and women's team for both being, you know, making it to the tournament, you know, the women had only been a few years since they've been there. I think, 2017 if i remember correct but yeah the bobcats yeah they were in it recently yeah yeah the bob or the men's team you know 1996 i mean that was one year old when that happened and but shout out to danny sprinkle for you know being on that last tournament team to make it and now coming back you know obviously he's been here a few years but coming back to lead the team back to the glory of making it i I can't believe they're letting him play after this long Hey, we'll take all the help we can get, man. <laughs> Might need it against Texas Tech. I bet he could come out and hit a couple threes, I bet, at least. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. You know Sprinkle can still light it up from beyond the arc. Oh, yeah. Sprinkle I've seen, I've seen can still put practice. it out. <laughs> Sprinkle can still sprinkle them on. Hey, no there's, some, there's, there's something there. All right, Justin, who's your shout-out? My shout-out. And this is uh, a bit of a wacky one. I mentioned him before, but you did it for the story on Reddit for drawing every day of the MLB lockout a different picture of Mike Trout until the lockout ended this past week. 
It was beautiful. You did uh, have me take a look at that, and it was pretty good. If you have not seen them, go to our baseball, and you will find them if you if you sort by top of this week. And then you find those, just go through them. They're they're wonderful. Yeah, it's uh, that's some dedication right there. The lockout was like what over a hundred days or close yep. to it. I think it was like 101 days. I guess, to be fair, he did it for 97 days. Okay, well, it's still dedication. That's still over three months. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, you know, happy that baseball is going to have a season after that whole mess. Um, and my shout-out actually is in baseball, too, and it's probably something I never in a million years thought I would shout-out. Uh, he's going to shout-out the Yankees. He's no, a Grizz man. He's a Yankee man now. Are you quite hey, Why not? <laughs> I'm going to shout out the Seattle Mariners front office. What? Okay. Now I know Question you lost it. Uh, they made a trade though here on Monday. This no, week, they didn't. Where they actually <laughs> won a trade. They've traded with the Cincinnati Reds uh, and they got all pro outfielder, Jesse Winker. And I'm really excited about that. This move tells me that the Mariners seem to be committing to putting out a winning team and a contending team this year. I mean, we talk about how last year and they're getting so close to the playoffs and just missing out. Uh, th- this is the first move I can remember a long time uh, that the Mariners front office has actually done something to truly benefit the team and show fans that, Hey, we're committed to winning this year and it's exciting. And maybe I'm just talking from a Seattle sports fan who's pretty mad at another front office in that city right now. But I'm I'm shouting out the Mariners front office. I'm sticking to it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I think it shows that the Mariners are all in, not on a championship, but just making the playoffs. Yeah, and that's what all in that's as good as it gets for us as all in goes. So um, if we win a playoff game, man, I will be ecstatic. Same. I will. I'm... Man. <laughs> We, I mean, we will run rampant through the streets in celebration if we win a playoff game. No doubt. No doubt. Um, so good shout outs all around. Um, good call outs. Calling out the NCAA is always a good thing. Um, Dude, NCAA is a heck of an organization and not a good heck of an organization. Yep. Yeah, national crappy American association is what they are. But uh, anyway. Did you come up with that? I did. Uh, we are almost at the end of our time here. Uh, so I want to thank everybody who tuned in for listening, wherever you listen from, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, Google podcasts, the can on a string, wherever you listen to us from, we appreciate you tuning in every week and bearing along with our ramblings and fights over mascots. Our (laughs) antics. Uh, yeah, that's what we would call that. Uh, we appreciate you guys, uh, hanging around with us week in and week out um kyle thank you so much for joining us uh for the annual march madness episode it's always a good time to have you on yeah always a pleasure it's uh i look forward to it and i appreciate you guys having me on as always we look forward to you kyle i right back at you we do (laughs) and uh we look forward to uh thursday the day we publish these episodes for you guys so thank you all again for listening for tuning in for another episode of the expansion buddies podcast i've been jared that's been justin that's been kyle and never forget party like it's 1976 and that a lancer always beats a dragon enough <laughs>